This is our first podcast. This is New Reality. What New Reality is, is a father and son and a family talking about the new realities of living at home in the pandemic, working from home, doing school from home, not traveling to the places that we are used to starting with. My name's Matt, and this is my son, Owen. Hey, Owen. Hey. What's shaking? On the much. What is it that you want to talk about on this podcast? How can you add value here? I would say that I would most likely want to talk about just the experiences that we've all been going through and how it's all changed and possibly if we have any solutions then to provide some help cool cool so tell me a little bit about what it's like right now with you living at home not going to school with everything going on what's your situation like it's stressful. It's definitely easier in some aspects as I don't have as much work, nor do I have to go to physical classes, but it's a lot harder because I'm not physically seeing people. If I mean, we're using Google Meet, so we get to see it, people at least, but it's more or less like a FaceTime. You are more of an introverted kid. You like to focus on being introverted, but what is it like being isolated from your friends in an environment where you can't see them and you got to stay at home? It's hard. Um, I guess the hardest part for me is definitely that I can't, as you said, uh, see my friends. And I guess one of the hard parts about that is that I don't have them to, I don't have anybody really to talk to at that point. So you just start losing your mind and start spiraling. What does the household look like for you? It's become, we've come a lot closer as a household. I mean, it's, mostly become just do something so that way you're not bored out of your mind so chores are something that we do a lot now because it just it's something mm -hmm. are there ways that you have been able to keep in touch with your friends yes we've made group chats we've been facetiming and we've done i mean with the uh meet or with google meet we've also been able to see each other so we've been able to connect a little bit how about outside of class Outside of class, we're mostly texting and calling each other. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the one thing you miss the most? I guess I miss being able to see the people that I uh, care about, like my friends. That is the hardest part for me. And another part is being able to go outside of the house and, let's say, go to a store or mm -hmm. something like that. There is no way that to do that safely right now, which is kind of stressful. Yeah, I'm in the position because I was going to work that I'm the designated person who goes out because I have been, was going to work until this yeah. week. I, I'm the designated person, so at least we can narrow it to that point, yeah. which adds stress to me. So tell me about the rest of the family. It's not just you. It's not just me. That might bring us to what the reality of is like in our household. Yeah, so the rest of the family, uh, the two girls have been or have been very uh, – open-minded about this whole thing and I've tried not to be stressed but I definitely can sense some tension with them and I can just feel being around them all the time that they're starting to get stressed as it like tell me more what does that mean so they've been not wanting to do all their work which they were fine with in the uh, previous weeks they have become a lot more stressed and anxious well, how old are they I mean, are we talking like 14 16 year old now we're talking um, so we're we are seven and six mm -hmm. so younger one of them was very upset because uh march was when kind of this lockdown started and mm -hmm. her birthday was in march so she had to miss out on that and that has been a tough thing well think about from your point of view 
What do you think that looks like from not being able to have your birthday? I mean, how would that be like if you didn't have your birthday? It would be hard. I think it would be a little easier on me because we could at least FaceTime and talk, but because they don't really have that, I mean, other than, what's it called, uh, messenger kids, they don't really have that. So mm -hmm. I, I can assume that is extremely hard. Yeah. I think for anybody who's a kid, missing their birthday is a big deal. It is, yeah. So you have that, and then you have another sister. So everybody's going and doing things at different ages, different grades. Yep. That's tough. It is tough, especially because with you and mom working or trying to work full time and making up and trying to make up the time, it's been a little hard on um, us or on I think the three of us because we're at this point we're the teachers because I'm done with my work at about twelve because that's when classes end. And then I'm helping the girls, me and mom, and sometimes dad are helping the girls. And then we're done eating dinner, and then we have to restart the whole day. That's going to be hard. It is hard. It's really go, 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 because you seem like you're going to get off, and then you don't. It's a lot for an 11-year-old to take on. I think you're doing an awesome job with that. It's not what an 11-year-old is designed for, is to be sort of the teacher and babysitter of your sisters 24 hours a day. And everybody's being asked to do a little bit more for lack of a better term. Yeah. It's, I think one of the things that we're all feeling right now is we're all being asked a, a lot and we're don't seem to be getting a lot out of it, even though, because at this point it's gotten really bad in our town where we just got a new skate park edition and we had to cover it in sand and you, I believe you read an article yesterday about how somebody tried to steal it. Yeah, some, no, they weren't trying to steal it. What they were trying to do is use the skateboard park. Yeah. So what they did is, is these are a couple knuckleheads who decided I'm going to go with shovels and I'm going to remove all the sand so I can use it. It's not. What do you, what do you think goes through somebody's head where they're thinking, well, oh, I got to go through and remove this so I can use the skateboard park? I think the whole isolation thing and not being able to do anything is really causing people to lack or lash out for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. And it's become really bad, at, I believe, where people are. I mean, you saw when you were driving home from a store, people having a party outside. Mm -hmm. And I guess one of the common misconceptions is that just because you're outside is fine. I just saw. I, today a cdc thing where it said even talking now has become a way of spreading the coronavirus which is kind of scary but at the same time it discourages big meetings because now people know well this is another way it transfers it's not just through physical touching what are some of the things that you think have been good because of this i think a good thing is that we've all been able i think a lot of families have been able to come together we've been hanging out and spending a lot more time together. I've been able to talk and help the girl to the girls a lot more. Um, I have a question for you. What has it been like? How has the, uh, how has it been to have to be, to have to be the designated person to leave the house? It can be stressful. So my thought process is it's just something I have to do, but still going out is tough because am I putting myself to be, getting sick. So even if I'm the only person going out, am I putting myself in a position where I'm going to get you guys sick, which is not something I want to do? Or what if I get sick? Who's going to take care of the family? What are, stuff. what are some of the precautions you've been taking to keep yourself safe? I'm not touching my face. I'm bringing 
sanitizer with me when I go out to the store. I'm keeping away from people. I'm trying to get stuff done as quickly as possible. I'm not dilly dallying okay. in the supermarket. Like I might, well, I don't, I don't dilly dally in the supermarket. Yeah. That's not my favorite place to be. So, but really now just kind of getting in, getting out. Mm-hmm. Get, and just, I'm picking my stores wisely. Yeah. Only, I mean, I'm not believe, going to the warehouse anymore. Yeah. You're not going to like the big BJs and stop and shops. You're going to the smaller stores, which mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say them because not a pe- I don't think a lot of people even know what they are because they're pretty small. They might, they might not, but I think everybody can kind of relate to, there are some stores which are going to be packed well and some every, small. everybody's got their small stores yeah yeah so there's that everybody yeah. got their small store um but that's where i'm going i found a small store where there's not too many people in there the rules are followed so it's about kind of minimizing the risk yeah if i'm not out as much as as if i'm if i limit my time out if i keep myself clean if i wipe the shopping cart I'm going to minimize the risk as much as possible. And then I also have to go with the fact that there probably are less people out there who might be sick than possible. So if I'm doing all the right things, all the risks are kind of minimized. And then if I just stay in the house, I'm kind of good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. So I've got, I think, one last question. What was the scariest point of going out so far? There was one Saturday when this kind of broke, when everybody was starting to stay home, I went to the warehouse store and so you can, so we're doing a little mic stuff here. So Owen's first time really playing with a, with a, a real microphone here. So he's kind of fiddling with where do I put it up to my face and stuff. So I'm trying to help him out. Uh, we, we've got some hardcore equipment here. Yeah. Um, I, I would say the thing with me around, the scariest time is around when I went to the warehouse store one time and I think they limited the people to about, yeah, yeah. I don't know, 5,000 in the store. Any one time seemed like there was four times the people. So that you got a little lover. There you go. So you can go up and down with that. There we but go. at the end, you can also oh. twist it. Uh, you don't necessarily even have to do that. So this will go. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yep. Well, that's helpful. Very helpful. So we're going to teach you all about audio and visual stuff. All right. This is my world being a nerd with this. I'm going to make you into a nerd with this. All right. I'm going to curse you with how mentally ill I am about this stuff. So I think the scariest time is I went to the warehouse store. It was packed. The line to check out was in the opposite direction of the checkout. It was the first time I've really seen people wearing masks. People's tempers were on end. It just was a scary time. And everybody was just starting to raid things. And it felt like this is the way it was going to be every single time. And it's not. It's gotten more back to normal. But I got through that period. It's been more than 14 days, so I didn't get sick there. That's good. So that's positive. That's good. But every time, every day that goes by, there are more people who are sick. Yeah. So there's more risk. I would say one thing, I just am thinking of this as I'm going along, but one thing to kind of keep yourself from getting overstressed is... Unless it's uh, unless you're watching a news thing where it's saying, okay, let's say the CDC is saying, let's all wear masks, and there's certain things that can help you out with this. That that would be one of the few things I'd watch, other than like your daily weather and stuff on the news, because I've learned even from just watching a thing on uh, face masks uh, just like ten minutes ago, they were overinflating the numbers incredibly, or trying to make the numbers seem 
a lot more than they actually What do you were. mean by that? Like they were taking um they were taking like the I don't know, maybe it was like 7,000 or a little bit more than that. 7,000 what? Masks, uh, cases, a, deaths? Um, it was uh, infections. Like it, it was, gotcha. It was a little bit more than that. I don't remember the exact number. 75,000, I believe, uh, infections. But they were trying to make it seem like this is a huge thing and this is terrible. We're all going to die from it and it's just going to keep going up rather than it's normal for the viruses and diseases to go up. That's kind of what they do. If What we're doing right now is we're trying to just contain it. Right. Social distancing. Yep. We're trying to do the right things by not going outside, not being around sick people, not touching our face, do the things that we can to kind of control things. If I'm understanding you right. Yep. Absolutely. Got it. Okay. What else is worth talking about? I would say another thing to worth talking about is um, limit what you get, like um, only get what you need for uh, food wise. And I guess even, uh, toiletries and utilities as toilet paper and hand sanitizer has become a very big uh, thing. I have not seen hand sanitizer in yeah. ages at the store. I mean, we're I lucky we have some, but yeah. Another thing is you don't really necessarily need hand sanitizer as long as you can no. wash your hands. Right. If you can wash your hands and you do it right, you're going to be just fine. Hand sanitizer is like a plan B. What would you say for other families going through this what we, what would you say is if a, if a family if a kid if a parent's listening to this what would you say to them in terms of is normal for them to be feeling i think it's normal if you were to go out and see masks to be a little scared i was when i went out friday mm-hmm. it's normal be or don't be ashamed that you're scared or you're nervous or you're paranoid almost it's that's what we're all going through a little bit Right. Yeah, I would say that is as a parent, I'm being good with my kids talking to you. There are times that if you're freaking out, I'm going to let you know it's okay to be freaking out. Yeah. I want to be as a parent as calm as I can be as reassuring. I'm not going to freak out in front of you because I don't have the option of doing that. But I'm going to let you know that if you are nervous going out, it's okay to feel that way. That's normal. I think it's even normal for uh I'm going to just go off what you're saying. I think even adults are starting to freak out about this. You're not human if you're not yeah. in some way. If you're, I mean, unless you're saying that this is just a cold and you're believing that firmly, which I highly doubt you, I highly recommend that you watch something on there, that. But, there are a lot of people out there who have different opinions on yeah. this. It's okay to have your opinion, but I would say just focus on the facts and try to get that done. Or sure. Even if you do believe your opinion extremely firmly. Just take some precautions. Don't treat it like it's just a flu. Why are you saying that? I'm saying that because even though they, people associate them very similarly, and they are similar in many ways, the coronavirus has spread a lot faster than the flu. And a lot of cases of the flu have turned out to be coronavirus. So don't just treat it like it's just your average flu that you see every year because it's a lot more than that. I think that's a good point. All right. This is our first podcast. I promise that this is going to be the worst podcast we do because even though my son and I are having a conversation, it's different when you're doing a podcast and you're staring into microphones and you're looking at equipment and you're recording everything. It makes it stilted. But... 
I hope you get something out of listening to this. I hope you as a family can relate in some way. And we're going to look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.